the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. On my 401k, you're in the right place. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. A current aide is accusing New York's governor of sexual assault. Here's correspondent Mike Grazia. A new allegation has been lodged against New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. This time, it comes from a current aide. The New York Times reports Alyssa McGrath says she caught Cuomo looking down her shirt, and he made suggestive remarks to her and another aide. McGrath says the other aide is the same woman who accused the governor of groping in the executive mansion in an allegation revealed in the Times Union of Albany last week. Several other women have accused Cuomo of harassment. Cuomo, a Democrat, is the subject of an investigation overseen by the state attorney general and a separate impeachment investigation by the New York Assembly. I'm Mike Gracia. Iowa Senator Joni Ernst says it's ironic to hear the White House talk about the safe and humane treatment for immigrant children being detained at the U.S. border, even as there's a crisis brewing because of administration policies. This is SRN News. Are your friends getting new roofs? Are your neighbors getting new roofs? Or has someone told you that you might need a new roof? Hey, this is Isaiah with the Kingdom Builders, and I'm just letting you know that we'd be happy to swing by your house, take a look at your roof, and give you our no-obligation assessment of how much life you actually have left on your roof. See, here at the Kingdom Builders, we're not salesmen, just great roofers. And we're always happy to tell you that you've got four or five years left on your roof and tell you, hey, just give us a call four or five years down the road. You see, this year we have longer lead times on some products, and we want to make sure that if your roof does need replacing, we're able to get everything in a timely manner to make sure your project goes smoothly. If you'd like us to stop by for your free, no-obligation assessment of your roof, feel free to call us at 612-900-9166, 612-900-9166, or look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow. We always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Is it his time? Yes! Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning and welcome, King Banyan Show, Business 1440, the home edition uh, of the King Banyan Show. I don't have quite the same view as I normally have. We've been having a little issue with the uh, with the with the uh, Wi-Fi in uh, at the university, and so I'm trying this from the house today. 
I'm down in my basement studio that uh, we use during the COVID time, which is just as well because it's been a year, right? It's been a year. The restaurant's closed a year a year ago this past week uh, for the first time. Uh, they're mostly open. The uh, sun is shining. We're actually uh, looking at the possibility of eating on a patio this evening uh, because we think the weather's going to be nice enough for that. It's amazing. It also is amazing how much more we're willing to sort of say. 45 degrees, 45 degrees. Let's have more. Let's have another glass. All right. So, I mean, I'm happy with that. Um, but I got to tell you, the reason we're going to do this, and frankly, frankly, all of today, this is the day of the Super Narn. The Super Narn is upon us. It's sort of like a, a super moon where we're going to actually have all the stars and planets align. Um, and this afternoon, uh, over on our sister station, AM 128, the Patriot, uh, which you must, must listen to, um, we're bringing the band back together. Um, uh, on current plan, uh, we have, uh, Mitch Berg, who of course will be the, uh, will be the, uh, the, the, the ringleader of this, uh, Motley crew. Um, Brad Carlson, the closer. You hear both of them every week on AM 1280, one to three on the weekends. Um, you'll have me. You'll have Ed Morrissey uh, of, of HotAir.com. Uh, and then expected to join us, John Hinderocker uh, from PowerlineBlog.com. And maybe a few other folks. I understand we're getting some of the old producers back together. Um, there will be, unfortunately, probably a few moments of uh Coldplay bumps because John Osborne will be here. Um, uh, <laughs> yes, there will be. Well, but am I right? Uh, this is uh, that. Of course, the voice you might heard here is uh, from time to time is John Berg. Uh, he will be here, so there will be dueling bumper music. Oh, on definitely. Narn this afternoon. It's going to be a battle. And I was down your back channel there, so the listeners yeah, didn't yeah. hear didn't hear me chuckle at that. But you're absolutely yeah, right about the yeah. Uh, the Coldplay. But it was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. John Osborne. There's still ghosts of John Osborne in the music that plays near the top of the hour. Absolutely. Uh, and, and then and then and then the original Narn producer, Tommy Wynn, the one, the only. There can be no other. Uh, will be joining us as well. Tommy and Mitch back together again actually playing in a rock band uh uh doing uh throwback music uh they're really good tommy can really sing you we might try to persuade him to belt out a <laughs> tune this afternoon we'll see we'll see about that anyway please join us this afternoon one one to five uh one to five uh this afternoon on uh am 12a the patriot uh great garage doors is our is our sponsor for that we thank them for that uh i'm doing this from memory john so you should know i don't even have the nailed it nailed it great garage doors got us covered we appreciate it very much yeah yeah (laughs) we appreciate them okay i mean i mean there's the the origin story of narn will be told uh the there will be uh there may be um uh, a uh, worst TV shows of the 1970s uh, redux. Uh, who knows? All kinds of things happening uh, with that. But uh, I can tell you, this is I'm I'm I, I post, posted on my Facebook uh, this morning and actually remembered uh, somebody. I I'm going to take a we'll call this a point of personal privilege as I might have done in the legislature to call out uh, somebody who actually saw around the legislature and worked a little bit with as well. It was kind of fun to do that after we had been on the air together. But Michael Broadcorp reached out to me. I haven't heard from Michael for years. Uh, But Michael and I were at one time the voices of The Final Word, which came on after Mitch's show uh, mid-afternoon on Saturdays on AM 1280. And and I think we had about a three-year run before before uh, Michael actually went over to work in the uh, Minnesota Senate and had to leave uh, had to leave the airwaves uh, and left me all alone. But if Michael hadn't gotten that job, who knows what would have happened? Maybe the King Banyan show here on the Biz fourteen forty doesn't even exist. Uh, if not if not for that, but it's certainly uh, certainly the the splitting uh, off into uh, the what eventually became KBRS, which you find on Twitter at pound KBRS, 
um, it would not have possibly happened uh, if were it not for uh, not for Michael. So, although I don't think Michael's joining us this afternoon, uh, um, I I for one would be tickled to hear hear him on the air again myself. But um, but at any rate, I got a note from Michael. He's doing well, uh, and um, I had heard from him for a little bit of time. So I'm I'm glad that maybe uh, we're going to try to get together again sometime soon. Um, all kinds of stories this afternoon. Show up for that. I'm not going to spend two hours talking about a show that's coming at one o'clock, though. I mean, I, there was big news this week. The big news of this was, um, the big news of that this was that we had a um, we had a, a, another FOMC statement that the statement itself said virtually nothing at all. Then Jay Powell goes out, gives a press conference, and kind of makes news in a way that you probably don't want to make news, right? You typically, when you're going out to the press conference, um, here's the, this is King's opinion. If I'm the head of the Federal Reserve, um, I want to hold a press conference that reinforces a statement that my organization has given. I don't want to deviate too much one way or the other from that press conference. I want to keep it pretty much on the straight and narrow. So when you listen to a press conference, the first thing you get is a prepared statement. And that's fine. Okay? That prepared statement has been written and thought about by the organization it's going to, it, it, right? And he's reading, he's reading either from a piece of paper or cue cards or a, or a teleprompter. I'm not 100% sure. I think Chair Powell uses a teleprompter. I know Greenspan was not a fan of them, preferred to use sheets of paper to read from. Um, I know that uh, Bernanke was no fan of the teleprompter. And prepared to work from uh, work from notes, which was occasionally a little bit difficult because sometimes he the notes wouldn't exactly correspond to what was in the the printed statement. Um, and it's always the case you never you never completely read. But Jay Powell, who is a lawyer first, uh, who studies economics and finance, but not he's I tell people I remind people he's a lawyer. He. He works in the nature of a lawyer, which is very different from Yellen and Bernanke, who are both out of the academic economist world. Um, and, and there are times in this press conference where, unfortunately, he makes a little news. I don't think he meant to make news. That's not the purpose of the press conference. The purpose of the press conference is to go out and say just about as little as you can that deviates from the text that you've already given them. You have the press conference to answer questions, which they do. I actually have a piece of advice for the Federal Reserve. I have lots of advice for the Federal Reserve, but here's one I would give. As long as Jay Powell is your, is your chair... And there are ways in which Jay Powell is a good chair. The press conference does not suit him as well as it did his predecessors. Bernanke was so good at it, he doubled the number of press conferences that he did. I'll remind you, particularly if you're newer to uh, KBRS, the King Banyan Show, here on the Biz 1440, if you're newer to thinking about monetary policy, if you go back nine... I want to say it was 2011 that he made the change. Bernanke made the decision that in order to provide better communication to the press, he would have the press conference after every meeting and not after every other meeting, which had been the practice up to that time. Think about this. Suppose FOMC puts out its statement at 2 p.m. Eastern, and that's it. There's nothing else. You have to read and interpret it. Right? Yeah. There'd be crickets playing. 
And the thought that Bernanke had was people are reading the press con the, the, the statement, the FOMC statement, and the statement of economic projections, which we need to talk about today, and uh, everything else. And they will talk about, uh, and they will come to the end of that. And they will, they will, and they will write their stories, and all of a sudden the narrative takes off in a direction that that at the time, uh, Chair Bernanke said, "That's not at all what we meant by that. Why are they doing that? Why are they talking about this?" Wrong. And and having heard and 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 met and talked to uh, uh, Chair Bernanke. Before he was chair, I've never talked to him. I haven't talked to him since 2005, 2006, I think, was the last time I spoke with him. Um, uh, a long time ago. But he had come out and given a couple of papers at, uh, at, a, at Claremont when I was uh, teaching at a nearby, at, at one of the other Claremont colleges uh, over at Pitzer College, over at Claremont McKenna College. I taught at both places as a visitor uh, back in the 80s and 90s. And he came out as a professor at Princeton and gave gave papers. We had wine and cheese afterwards. It was, he's a really pleasant guy and, and delightful. He's one of those people who loves to teach. And I really, I really enjoyed meeting him. But he decided he could go out and do that communication. Yellen went out and said, I can do that communication. And I think she was good at it. I don't think she was quite as good at it as Bernanke was. And I'll tell you, I, I met Yellen exactly once, and that was all the way back when I was a grad student in the early 80s. Uh, but I met her up at, up at uh, Stanford uh, once. And I, 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 I've never met Jay Powell. Um, I thought Yellen was good, but not as good. Uh, that's not, that's not, that's not a put down. I just thought one did it a little bit better than the other. We're going to play some cuts for you. I'm not going to play as many. I'm not going to, it's, it's an hour long press conference. We're not going to pick apart the whole hour. I'm just taking a few pieces and I want you to hear the difference between when he's reading a script, which is one thing and it's okay. Or on the other hand, when he's answering a question and he gets a, there's a phrase that you folks use up here in Minnesota as a New Englander. I never used this term until I moved up here. He gets a little kittywampus with some of his languages. Okay? He gets a little out of, he gets a little out of shape. And he says some things you're like, Ugh. okay? And for a guy who's supposed to be a lawyer, who's supposed to keep himself under control... When he's, he doesn't understand that he's actually arguing a case before the court of Wall Street and the court of financial of the financial press, and I think he made a couple mistakes on Wednesday, and we're going to talk about those. We'll talk about them right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. That's not a bad idea. I'll tell you, I'll consult my lawyer. And if he advises me to do it, I'll get a new lawyer. sound effect we were going to write something flashy about streaming us at radio.com but considering how easy it is to do we'll keep it simple too listen to the biz 1440 on the free radio.com app this is good news maybe exactly when you need it to right now metashare is waiving their new member fees this could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of metashare so many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now seeing the cost of cobra plans for instance and metashare is the affordable alternative to health insurance the typical family saves five hundred dollars a month you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs. And because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. 
Apply by March 31st. You can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch like more than 400,000 people already have and start saving. Here it is. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Has your water heater decided to create one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes in your basement? Have a burst pipe? Dripping faucet? Is your water not soft anymore? Champion Plumbing is a call away. Champion will be there fast in your time of need. They service the entire metro area, and they're taking all the necessary precautions to keep you and your household safe. A champion is someone who goes the extra mile to get the job done, and that's Champion Plumbing. Online at championplumbing.net. When you call, make sure you tell them the Patriots sent you. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Welcome back. Yeah, I played last weekend. A little chilly. I didn't care. The summer wind came blowing in. King Banyan show on the Biz 1440. Beginning a, a massive long tour. I'll be still doing radio almost eight hours from now. That's uh, <laughs> going to be fun. I might take a nap somewhere in the middle of that this afternoon because naps are awesome. Um, 651-289-4477, the number to call. John Berg with us here today as well, uh, manning the phones and uh, trying to keep me on the air, which is um, perhaps not the easiest thing. But uh, I think we've got this built out to to work all right here. Oh, we're good. Um, I can feel it, King. We're good. Uh, okay, good, good. Um all right, so here's what I want to do, and and I'm gonna have John play. We're gonna play a couple cuts. I don't know, John, if we can revise cut three or if we're gonna have to live without uh, that that last little titch at the end. But uh, uh, so I'm gonna hold off on that till you tell me tell me whether or not I've got that because it doesn't really work with just the question. Um, so um, I'm gonna. So I want you to hear first of all what he sounds like when he's just reading the material he's been given and i'm pretty sure he's on a he's on a teleprompter i think he's got the okay if you watch the conferences and i do and i watch i mean i watched this one twice all the way through that's 2 hours of my life an hour 45 of which i'd like to have back uh but for the material I got for this, probably was worth it. This is from the statement of the pre- at the press conference. Okay, trying to talk about basically the, the shock of the COVID recession. Go ahead and play cut number one, John. The economic fallout has been real and widespread, but with the benefit of perspective, we can say that some of the very worst economic outcomes have been avoided by swift and forceful action from Congress, from across government, and in cities and towns across the country. More people held on to their jobs, 
more businesses kept their doors open, and more incomes were saved as a result of these swift and forceful policy actions. And while we welcome these positive developments, no one should be complacent. At the Fed, we will continue to provide the economy the support that it needs for as long as it takes. So there you go. He's believing that we'll do whatever it takes. And that is what's in the statement itself. The statement says, we're not changing policy. We see all these things that have, that have, that have happened. Indeed, when, now when they release this report, they also release, and they do this four times a year, a new Statement of Economic Projections, or SEP for short. Um, and if you read the SEP, um, indeed, uh, I think this is in one of the other cuts and I might, I might actually want to play this in a moment, John. Um, this, yeah, I believe it's in this one. Uh, I'm having to bounce back and forth between, uh, yes. Um, let's go ahead and skip down. This is, um, uh, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Piegza. She is the chief economist. Uh, for Stiefel, which is an investment house based in Chicago. She was on Bloomberg uh, on uh, Thursday and was describing this level of optimism. But she also gives the hint of what's about to come. Go ahead and play cut number 12. Well, as you mentioned, the, the policy announcement was very much in line with expectation. Rates unchanged, asset purchases on a monthly basis unchanged. But when we look at what was released along with that policy announcement, the SEP, or the Summary of Economic Projections, it does appear as if the committee is increasingly optimistic. They lowered their outlook for unemployment. They increased their outlook for growth and inflation. And yet when the chairman was pressed on this improved outlook, he continued to downplay the improvement and focus instead on some of the lingering risks and the lingering pain in some of the hardest hit sectors of the economy. Now, the only thing I would say in response to uh, uh, Ms. Piegza was, is that they actually did that in the statement itself. John, I'm going to have you go back and play cut number one. Remember, this is the statement that has been viewed by all of the of the Fed, all the people that voted on this have signed off on the statement and they've they've read this particular prepared text for the for the press conference. Replay cut number one. The economic fallout has been real and widespread. But with the benefit of perspective, we can say that some of the very worst economic outcomes have been avoided by swift and forceful action from Congress, from across government, and in cities and towns across the country. More people held on to their jobs, more businesses kept their doors open, and more incomes were saved as a result of these swift and forceful policy actions. And while we welcome these positive developments, no one should be complacent. At the Fed, we will continue to provide the economy the support that it needs for as long as it takes. Right. So, yes, things look good. The, the, the forecasts are higher. The Fed is now forecasting Growth in 2021 at 6.5%. You have to go back almost 40 years to find a time. It's 1983 when we had good growth last at that level. Uh, during the, the boom days of Ronald Reagan, may his, may his name be praised. Uh, and this was a very, this was a very downbeat in some sense, very downbeat statement made in response to really good news on this PX is right. But they signed off on this. The Fed is is unified, at least those who voted at FOMC are unified on this particular theme that, yes, the economy's doing well. It, it you know, the numbers are going up, but we're not changing anything uh, for a while yet. Um, let's go ahead and, and move on. So this is also from the prepared text. Okay, so again, this is a statement that is made that the entirety of the Fed has looked at and said, yep, we're on board with this. Play cut number two, please. With regard to interest rates, we continue to expect it will be appropriate to maintain the current 0 to 1 quarter percent target range for the federal funds rate 
until labor market conditions have reached levels consistent with the committee's assessment of maximum employment and inflation has risen to 2% and is on track to moderately exceed 2% for some time. I would note that a transitory rise in inflation above 2%, as seems likely to occur this year, would not meet this standard. I believe that that 2% should be, excuse me, transitory should be the uh, first entry in the word for 2021. Transitory. All right. What does transitory mean? All right. Transitory still erodes your purchasing power. Transitory reduces the store of value that money is to you. Unless you are fortunate enough to be investing in assets that provide you a rate of return that is that is moved by the rate of inflation, either by buying index, index security or finding that the low end of the yield curve allows you to reinvest every time your bond matures back at, at, at a higher rate, you're going to suffer a loss. And that's for sure. And that is part indeed of their policy. That's that's what he said. And I again say, this is in this is indeed what they what they want. This is not just Jay Powell. This is the entirety of the Fed. What we're going to play after this next break is when he starts answering questions. This is when, to me at least, he he isn't as agile as I think he needed to be in answering some of these questions. And at one point, in fact, very early in the press conference, he kind of lets the masks slip just a bit. We'll be back right after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Come to me tenderly in the June night I stand at your gate and I sing you a song in the moonlight Many people are searching for the right 401k decisions within these crazy markets. Are you looking for a local community of investors with the right skills that could help build confidence? Make better financial decisions right here in the Twin Cities because you are the best steward of your own money. Call OTA today to learn more in our free introductory investing class, either in center or virtually at 952-814-4410, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137-800-323-8137-800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidai. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited 
before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack Attack, oh, Rack Shack Barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Uh, we'll have to do my origin um, as well. I, I, I sent John the other day a... Uh, clip from i had a music show in uh, at uh, a college station yes bitch is the only person that ever did commercial radio before the, the narn began 17 years ago that's true but it doesn't mean that i didn't do radio back in the 80s i did it doesn't mean i didn't have a sponsor i did i actually had a, a sponsor of a radio station uh, radio shop or excuse me a record shop all right they sold records and cassettes uh, this period was the period where cassettes were all popular eight tracks were pretty much passe and only the real audio files had reel to reel still in their homes um i was one of those um and i could i i edited uh i edited tape to tape uh and um i uh thought and I actually had my own real sponsor. Um, and I still contend to this day, it might be the last time I ever have a sponsor for a show because in all the years that we've done KBRS, I don't think we've had a, a show sponsor ever. Would love to have one. If you are listening and you ever wanted to be interested in that, you should call us. Uh, reach out to the station and tell them, I'm interested in being a, a sponsor of the King Banyan Show. What would that take? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, okay. And you would be the, you'd be the second sponsor I've had in my life. The first one was in 1982. Uh, anyway, uh, so when Mitch tries to lord it over us that he's the only other guy that's been in commercial, I just want to point out, I'm not nothing. Right. All right. Back to the show. Uh, by the way, don't forget super darn this afternoon on AM 1280, one to five, be there, be square. Uh, we are, we're, we've listened to two cuts of Jay Powell and in those cuts, he's reading from a, from a, from a prepared statement. The prepared statement is viewed by the entirety of the fed. It's been looked at, it's been vetted. It's it, it, he may have rehearsed it. It feels like he rehearses it. Um, it, it, and it's, it's fine. So what I always separate for myself what the chair says in q a from what the chair reads in a prepared statement because the prepared statement is the statement of the institution and the chair can sometimes speak in an individual capacity can speak in their own voice it is bad to do that now people who are new to the show here okay i'm I am a dean of a school that has about 45 faculty, 800 students. I'm a, I'm a dean within a university that has 11,000 students and 600 faculty, well, maybe not quite 600 anymore, faculty. We've been, we've been reducing in size a little bit, but somewhere around 600 faculty. We have somewhere around 11,000 students. I'm the smallest school of the bunch. I am very careful when I speak on, you know, in in particular forums to say, hey, I'm speaking in an individual capacity. I'm not speaking on behalf of the of the university. When I'm on this radio program, I'm not talking about higher education for a specific reason. I don't want anyone to think what I say 
has any bearing on 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 the views of of St. Cloud State University. They don't. It's just me. And I don't think the university has views particularly about economics. It probably shouldn't. But when the president of my institution speaks, she usually has to think about is what I'm saying going to be something that's seen within the community as being representative of the view of the institution? When Jay Powell speaks from the, from the podium during a press conference or, gives us, or, or answers questions from an audience at a conference, he, he does have a responsibility to take care of this. I want you to hear early on in the press conference he gets asked basically by by the one of the one of the financial press he gets asked so you're saying things are better and things are doing well and you've got a forecast that has numbers where inflation's going to get higher and unemployment's going to fall to this and you're saying you're not going to do anything i want you to listen i'm going to have john play the question, and I just want you to hear the first two words of the answer. Listen closely to what happens before those two words. Play the cut, please. Oh, hi, Chair Powell, and, and thanks for that. So um, could you talk us through how the um, the forecast for 2021 map into the substantial further progress definition, uh, you know, 2.4% inflation? I understand that's considered transitory. That still seems like some progress there, 4.5% unemployment. Uh, is it time to start talking about talking about uh, tapering yet? <laughs> Not yet. Uh... Do you hear it? How do you interpret? Okay, I'm interested. I um, I will take phone calls on this particular question. I would be very interested in hearing from you. How do you interpret that chuckle? All right. Now, I'm a nerd. I've been told I'm a nerd. Um, I actually accept that I'm a nerd. In fact, if John had the had the uh, nerds uh, uh, drop, nerds! Uh, I am that. I own it, and I'm I'm proud of being a nerd. You, <laughs> when you're in that bunker, you want this nerd with you. Trust me. Um, on this, I do not recall hearing a chuckle like that. I don't know, John, if it can be backed up to play, uh, play. You could go back to the beginning. I want you to listen to it one more time. About uh, tapering yet? <laughs> Not yet. That is, in, in poker, I believe that's referred to as a tell. <laughs> that's a tell. Whoops. He, it's kind of like, yep, you got me. Not thinking about thinking about because he's used that language. He used that language in front of Congress. We're not thinking about thinking about raising inflation. How would you have interpreted the laugh? Okay, I want you to I want you to think about that as I play. I'm gonna I'm flipping back and forth between what he said and what how people have responded. Um, Okay, this is from uh, Vince Signorella. You would have heard it here on the Biz 1440 on Bloomberg Radio. Uh, 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 This would have been, I believe, uh, from yesterday. I think this is from, uh, no, this is from Thursday. Uh, uh, Talking about the fact that how did the markets react to that? Uh, Let's play play this cut, Vince Signorella. Well, I, you know, we've always said it being an FX, uh, an old FX and rates trader, and and even the equity guys acknowledge this. The uh, the fixed income guys are smarter than all of us. So you know, <laughs> because they they take positions for longer and 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 have much longer views. And the rates market's basically challenging Powell, uh, and they're not buying uh, they're not buying the fact that the Fed's going to have to come in sooner. Uh, I know the equity market liked everything he said yesterday. I'm not actually sure why it was considered. Uh, um, more dovish. I mean, he simply really just repeated what he had said in the past. Yeah, well, he did repeat it. But the laugh was the tell. The laugh was the tell. What it, I cannot wait. Now, because... 
people listen to the show, and if you're new to the show, you're probably going, my God, when he says he's a nerd, he really is. Yes. This nerd waits for transcripts of the meetings. Not the minutes, but the transcripts. The minutes are sanitized. Okay? They are they are sanitized to the point of of being absolutely absolutely without a single germ of truth on them. They are simply the a fed advertising piece. Um, I find the minutes next to useless in doing research. But if you really want to know what the fed is up to, you kind of have to dig down and find the minutes and the minutes are buried for years. I believe when you go back and listen to the minutes of this meeting, even though there were no dissenting votes at FOMC, even though there were no dissenting votes to the statement that said, yep, all everything's looking good. In fact, we think we think the unemployment rate's going to fall to four and a half percent by the end of the year. We think the we think the inflation rate's going to go to two point four percent. We think we think this, we think that. Everything everything's coming up aces right now, but we're not thinking about thinking about rates. The laugh tells you something different. The laugh tells you that's nonsense. They are thinking about rates. They are thinking about it. And the markets reacted by going up, interest rates going up. The spread between the two and the 10-year bond is back to a level it hasn't been in five years. The 10-year treasury rate is at 1.7%. Now, a 1.7% uh, interest rate on a 10-year treasury security is still, by historical standards, quite low. And I, get, I, I argue that there are not many market participants in the equity markets that have actually said that they're discounting, they're, they're discounting the future dividends or the future earnings of the companies they own equity in at the current 10-year treasury rate. I believe they're discounting them at a higher rate only because to would have, if they hadn't, they probably would have pushed interest rate. They probably would have pushed the Dow and the S&P 500 to significantly higher levels than they are right now. That's King's opinion. I, I, could, I can draw you out a, a way of thinking about that, that, that I could provide you a, a, a longer rationale for that, but I really don't want to go there today. That's why I think the equity markets have reacted pretty calmly to what happened, while the bond markets have reacted much more negatively. Signorella is correct about this. I think that I think that part's true. What I don't, what I find really, really interesting, is is that um, is that people are watching the interest rates. We're seeing a disconnect between what's happening in the bond markets in what's happening in the equity markets for the time being. I want to play a couple clips of that uh, right after these messages, and, when we, and then after that we'll go back to the Powell uh, press conference uh, a little bit later on. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Capitalism always ends in billionaires. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Stevens. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, 
and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like pennies and pinching. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Need special boots for a new job but don't know where to start? Step into Red Wing Shoes, where their friendly footwear experts can help you find the right style and size. Red Wing takes the time to learn about your job and measure your feet to get the perfect fit. Red Wing specializes in no-pressure one-on-one service. Stop into their stores in Circle Pines, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, and St. Cloud. Can't make it into the store? Ask your workplace about their shoe trucks where they bring the store to you. Red Wing Shoes. Work is our work. With the extreme weather changes in Minnesota, it can be very unpleasant when the windows in your house begin to fail. But what's even more unpleasant is the three long-winded, high-pressure sales calls you need to sit through to get multiple bids. They tell you their window is the best and all the rest are no good, and hey, I'll throw in a free window if we can write this up tonight. I'm Ryan for my three quotes. What if I told you you could get competitive bids from three high-rated local contractors on any window brand after only one short meeting with me? The process is simple. I'll stop by to measure the windows and we'll talk options. Whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, we'll come up with a job scope that fits your house and your style. And you'll receive the quotes within a week. If you've already had some window bids and were floored by the price, call me. As you'll see from my reviews, my quotes can come in thousands less than others for the exact same window. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, the service is free. So hop online and visit My Three Quotes to set up an appointment. That's the number three, My Three Quotes. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to the Biz 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Mm. Okay. Uh, John's trying to provoke me now. Uh, 651-289-4477, the number to call, questions and comments. Let me play a little more commentary about this rates question for you, because it... it it really is the, the discussion of the week, and I, actually, I believe set off in no small part by the uh, by the by the uh, little chuckle that we heard in the previous segment. Indeed, uh, Neil Irwin at the New York Times picked up on it uh, and wrote a whole column, kind of based on that chuckle. And uh, I'll retweet that to you again. I tweeted it yesterday at pound KBRS, which is how you find basically the show notes for this for this particular um, this episode. Of the King Banyan Show on the Biz, um, we first of all, um, uh, Jim Bianco uh, at Bianco Research uh, had a piece out. Uh, it was on, uh, I believe, um, this would be uh, from CNBC. Also on uh, on, excuse me, this was on Friday. Um, Jim Bianco believes that the Fed, I think, believes that the Fed's going to have to, in some point, actually make a move. To so that, but will actually lean into the higher inflation story. I'm not sure if you'll agree with this, but this is what I heard when I listened to this. Play, play Bianco, please. This is cut number seven. Because I think that the the trend towards yields has been a push pull all year long between why yields are going higher. I know a lot of people want to believe that it's about that the economy's reopening and the economy's getting strong. We know that, and that is a big part of it. But is there another part of it that's about a fear of overstimulation with um, the economy reopening and all of the extra money that everybody's been given that will produce inflation in the second half of the year? If that's behind the rise in rates, then I don't think the market will take it very well. For now, it's just a discussion about inflation. For now, it's about real growth. And that's why I think the stock market will take it fine for now. But the second half of the year... If we continue to see higher rates and more talk of inflation, then it could run into trouble. But we're not at the second half of the year right now. So I agree as far as it, 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 in terms of 
in the near term, if you're an investor, first of all, don't listen to me for investment advice. That's not what I do. Um, and I don't hold any licenses. I'm not qualified to give investment advice to an individual customer. Um, I, I always be sure to say that because people say, oh, you're an economist. So you, you know, if you're listening to me, you're listening to somebody who knows something about finance but doesn't know anything about stocks. That's how I tell people what I do. I know some, that, that's sort of the way I would think about me. The other way to think about this, though, is that, is that in the near term, my guess is everyone's going to look at the March and April numbers and think that there's really not much happening in, in there. Indeed, I'll play a couple cuts of, of Powell, but maybe, maybe not just now. I think I'm actually going to wait a little bit to play those. The ones you really want to see are are later in in the year um and on that i think bianco is right then ray dalio very famous wall street person has a couple books out there highly regarded shows up on all of the all of the stations he was on uh he was on bloomberg uh on uh on uh thursday as well actually you would probably heard this on wall street week uh last night if you if you watch the show and it's one of the first shows I watched about Wall Street as a as a teenager, even going all the way back to the Louis Rukeyser days. Um, Ray Dalio comes on and says and and says this. Let's play cut number eight. The economy as being um, like a, an individual on a, um, and their pulse is dropping. When the pulse is dropping, the doctors come running in with the stimulant and they inject stimulant. Now that the economy is rebounding he's, um, and inflation pressures are rebounding, um, there's not the same pressure to administer that stimulation. When it happens, when it becomes a problem, is first the rising interest rates start hurting financial asset prices. First, typically, they hurt bonds. Then they pass through and hurt stocks because still interest rates affect stocks. And when that starts to affect stocks, that's one thing. Maybe the stock market can correct 10 or 15% and the Federal Reserve can tolerate it. When it goes beyond that and starts to affect the economy, that's when you see the real trade-off have to surge. Uh, surge. So that, that view, which uh, is, is where I think people should be right now, is that is that right now you're probably in that area where people didn't discount stocks that high that much and so it's not that big a problem it's question is really whether or not you can gain control of this inflation going into uh into 2022 we'll talk more about that and and more from the powell press conference after these messages you are listening to the king banyan show on the biz 1440 Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. 
Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warranted name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com where every deal is a steal. Breaking 